I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP Show. My intention is that you listen to the stories of these MVP guests and are inspired to become an MVP and bring value to the world through your skills. If you have not checked it out already, I do a YouTube series called How to Become an MVP. The link is in the show notes. With that, let's get on with the show. Today's guest is from India. He's a senior advisory consultant at IBM, same company as me. He was first awarded as MVP in 2022. He's passionate about Business Central or BC and enjoys sharing his knowledge with the Dynamics community. You can find links to his bio and socials in the show notes for this episode. Welcome to the show, Gilshan. Thanks a lot, Mark. Thanks a lot for inviting. Uh, This is our first podcast for me anywhere, I believe, and it's a real honor to be with you even virtually. Thank you for inviting. My pleasure. It's so good to have you on the show. I didn't realize until doing the research that I find out that you work for IBM, which is, <laughs> you know, the same as me. Uh, do you know if there's many other um, uh, MVPs that are also at IBM? Do you know? Are you aware of any others? No, no. You are the only one that I know that is from IBM and is an MVP. Uh, others than that, I know I was not aware. Yeah, there's a guy called Andrew Lee in South Australia. He he also works for IBM. He's an MVP as well. He's also a, a fast track recognized solution architect um, for the for the Power Platform. Yeah, so we've got we've got a few. So great, great. Yeah. So tell me a bit about you. Tell me a bit about food, family, and fun. What do you do when you're not working? <laughs> So uh, basically, when I'm not working, I watch movies. Um, I watch Netflix a lot. I'm a big fan of few series. For example, uh, there are a few series which are very old. For example, Friends, I've watched it a lot of time. Big Bang Theory, I watch it a lot of time. And even uh, in Hindi, we get a lot of series recently, so that I watch a lot. So binge watching is something which I do mostly on weekends. And other than that, I like playing cricket and badminton, but, you know, I'm in a city called Bangalore here. People just walk, so I don't get much time to do that. But yes, whenever I get time, I just watch bench content on my UST TV. That's all I do. And yes, sometimes we go out, we have food uh, with my friends and all. So basically, weekend goes into that. So what part of what, what part of India are you based in? I'm on the southern part, which is Bangalore. Bangalore. Okay. It- and and the best dishes to eat there? What's the best things to eat? <laughs> it's a, a South Indian state. So here, if you come, they have a specific foods. Like, for example, they have dosa, they have idli, they have vada. And this is something which is specific to the 
taste of the people in South India. If you ask in North India, the food is completely different. So I basically belong to North India. I have born and brought up uh, in a state called Jharkhand, which is completely on the northern side. And this is completely at the edge on the southern side. So here the food preferences are quite different. So here people like us will go and try to look for northern foods but still uh, i love south indian food so it's for me it's good unlike many north indians uh, they don't specifically like south indian food but for me it's fine i love south indian foods like as i mentioned uh, idli dosa i don't know if you have any idea about it but yes these are some good food uh, uh, you will find it spicy for sure that i know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and and i'm not the best on spicy food as in I I I have cayenne pepper. Have you heard of cayenne pepper? Uh, I have that I have every. Heard. Yeah, I have that every day. But I actually I make my own capsules of it, and then I just swallow it, so I don't have to have the burning sensation. And I'm wondering if I'm getting the full benefits because I'm not. But cayenne pepper is very good for your uh, your heart. Um, you know, uh, from protecting from heart disease. So hence why I do that. But I do, I I grow curry plants. Uh, I've started, you know, growing a lot of uh, um, uh, food sources, et cetera, from Asia because it's a lot of cooking in in New Zealand has uh, Asian influences um, in it. And, of course, our country has has a a massive population of Indian people. In fact, I was brought up um, with Indians, right, from a a young kid because the Indians used to own all the market gardens in our area. Um, And so they would give us, uh, you know, as I was a kid, you know, you'd go to their market garden store and they'd always give you as a kid some free free fruit or something like that. It was was very nice. Yes, yes. Tell me about how your journey was. Like, how did you get into – BC, did you, you know, what's that journey been for you? How did you end up specializing in that product? Okay, so uh, basically it started from 2014. Uh, I completed my engineering degree in 2014. And, you know, in engineering, uh, most of the people doesn't actually know that, okay, what exactly they want to do. But uh, most of us got placed as software engineer. Basically, you have to code. I got placed as a software engineer in the first company uh, from my college. So I started coding uh, in six to eight months. I was at least comfortable in the coding part. It was on the front-end side coding. But uh, then I realized that this is not something which I want to do because I had to sit on a desk, just do the coding based on the logic uh, developed by my team lead, let's say. And this was not something I was looking for, though it was good, but I was not really enjoying it. So then I decided to move into some field and I got a reference that, okay, what if I'm not a technical consultant? What is the other part? What is on the other side? So I was seeing that whatever I'm developing, there's a person who is presenting it to the client on a regular basis and he's going to implement it when the product is delivered. So I just talked to him that, okay, what do you do? And he explained everything about his profile. And I thought, okay, this is something which I want to do because it has a mix of technical plus functional. And this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to have the technical touch. I wanted to have expertise in a particular product. And at the same time, get the chance to interact with people, go to places and, you know, have a lot of communications. So I believe from there, I wanted to join as a functional consultant. Then I got the chance into a small company, into a product which was not into the field 
in which we have Business Central and FNO and all. It was into the hospital industry. So that was the first product in which I worked as a functional consultant because I had to start somewhere. So there I learned how a business works, basically how an inventory works, because even in hospital, you have inventory, you have sales and purchases. So there are the departments. Then I decided that, okay, let me switch to the main industry, trading, manufacturing, and all these industries. Then uh, there's a company called TCS, Tata Consultancy Services. I joined there again as a functional consultant, and the product was not NAV or business central. So in TCS also, I was not aware that there is any product called Dynamics Nav or business central. There I worked for almost one and a half year, but then I realized that this is a product which is only a single company is implementing. What if I leave this company? What next? So I started looking for a product which is available on the market, not only in India, even outside of India, let's say Europe, USA, everywhere. Multiple companies are implementing. There's no monopoly. If I leave this company, I don't have a dependency and the product should be good. In TCS, I faced one issue that the clients were not happy because that was not a very much customizable product. It was very hard to customize. And even in the agreement, uh, people used to say that this is an as-is implementation. It means uh, almost uh, zero customization. So that was not something which is exciting for me because on the ground, I was able to see that the clients were not happy. The retention was not good. So I saw that in this Though I'm very comfortable in this company, if I'm this in, in this particular company, I'm good. But what if I leave this company? So I started looking for a product. And then I resourced few products and three products basically came out. One was into the Microsoft Dynamics side. Then on the Oracle, it was NetSuite and JD Edwards and then SAP. First of all, my first preference was not Business Central or NAV because when I saw in the market SAP, was the trending at that time and uh, people are getting paid more in SAP. But the downside was in SAP, you have to be certified in a particular module, for example, SAP, MM, SAP, FICO. And it was very costly for me at that time. I was not earning that much. So that I was not able to do. And in India company, we are not hiring if you're not certified. Either you should have experience or you should have that certification. And I was having none. Then I got an, and I was applying for all the, these three products. And fortunately, I got a call from one of the companies. They said that, okay, you don't have any hands-on experience, uh, but uh, we can give you an opportunity. And they took me almost on the same package. And I was comfortable with that because I was trying to get into a standard product. So in 2018, there was a small company in the, uh, Gujarat, there's a city in India. Uh, I get in, I learned that product in here. I worked in that company for almost two years, eight months. And that is where I get most of my experience from and the learnings from. I got to implement multiple projects in Australia, in uh, UAE, in USA, UK. So that was extensive exposure. And then I really liked this project and I said that, okay, this is something which I want to take ahead. If the project is here and then I'll be the consultant. If the product is not here somehow in the market, then only I'll switch my product. Otherwise, if Business Central is in the market, I'm going to be a Business Central functional consultant. Though I might want to expand it to, let's say, Power Platform and other areas. But yes, Business Central, I'll stick to it because this is something which is a beautiful product I have realized. And it's wonderful. People are happy. Clients are happy. Consultants are happy. What else do we need? So this is in a nutshell, I would say, how I got into this product.
I, I like that you say people are happy, consultants are happy, and the customers are happy. Um, you don't often get the trifecta of all, all of those being happy on, on an item of software. Exactly, exactly. Interesting. So so that brings you, you obviously went through Now Vision, and do, do you do anything in NAV these days, or are you all on Business Central? Ah, now I don't even get to see NAV. <laughs> Everybody has moved to Business Central, and right now, like from last two years, few months, I'm in IBM, and in IBM, everything is, you know, from Europe, so I don't get to see anything in NAV. So my current client is in NAV, but uh, I'm in a project in which I have to handle Business Central, they're migrating. So no, NAV, I, I would say, you know, I'm, I don't get the chance to see NAV, and I'm happy about that. People are moving to cloud, the SaaS, future, Azure, everything. So it's a good thing. <laughs> Do you regret not going down the SAP side or the, the J.D. Edwards side? Uh, uh, recently, you know, somebody posted uh, the NetSuite official channel on LinkedIn posted a comparison between Oracle NetSuite and uh, Dynamics 365 Business Central. And the reaction to that uh, from many MVPs and consultants from Microsoft Dynamics 365 Business Central was not very good because the comparison was something like, okay, we have uh, intercompany, Business Central doesn't have intercompany. And I was surprised to see such a comparison, which is not right from the official channel. And then I realized that, okay, if somebody is trying to pull you down, it means you are already above them. And I then I went to see what does that seat have? And I realized that, okay, Dynamics 365 Business Central is better any day. Then NetSuite. So that part is done. Now coming to SAP. SAP, I realized, and right now in BC, I get the chance to implement finance, job, service, SCM, inventory, warehouse, everything, fixed asset. Whatever we have in the product, I as a consultant get the chance to implement. Now, what if I have moved to SAP? I would be a consultant, let's say in FICO, my whole lifetime. Uh, let's say in HCM lifetime. I cannot work as a consultant in SCM, FICO at the same time because this is not how it has been designed there. If I get the certification in FICO, people will ask me to, okay, you are a FICO consultant. And that will be the tagging in SAP. You will be specialized into a particular area. And there it gives me an opportunity to implement everything and learn everything. And right now the trend is, even FNO, you know, the companies implementing FNO, I have seen Accenture hiring NAV and Business Central guy. Even if you don't have any experience, they will say, please come, we don't have any issue. And the reason behind that is Business Central consultants are not specialized consultants into finance, SCM, warehouse. You get the chance to implement everything. You have the domain knowledge of everything. And this is what other people are looking and saying that, okay, this guy is implementing a software which is not specialized as a consultant, is not specialized into a particular part. I can grab it. So I believe both the growth learning part, I believe I'm quite happy with Business Central because I have not been specialized into a particular area. Assuming it is an SMB software, nobody says that, okay, it is SMB, you have to be specialized. If it is a big product, people say that, okay, either you are an SCM consultant or finance consultant. And this is the part where I see that, okay, this is what excites me. This is what is a pro for me. So yes, I don't regret not being into SAP. On the other hand, I'm really grateful that at some moment, unintentionally, I got this job offer and I'm into Microsoft Dynamics. 365 Business Central. In the, in the project work do you do? Do you do much integration between the Power Platform and Dynamics 365 Business Central? 
it has been started uh, recently uh, in in the previous company we did but in IBM it has been recently started even in the in the in this week we are going to start it so we will we are going to present uh micro so to, to the client how this complete integration between power platform and business central works so we are going to have a demo and then we are going to show a few things and then the client will take on because they have already requested a few things so now we are starting on this but till that time we are not starting because what i have seen in big companies people always have a lot of integrations in place by default which is existing from almost 10 years let's say and it's very hard to replace it so first you have to get into and show them how the ecosystem works and how easily your existing one can be replaced because if you're going to replace it you have to replace it in 20 countries because the same architecture is there so it becomes hard still we're now pushing it and we are going to do that so yes now we are starting on that Interesting. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm hearing that more and more people are doing that type of integration. Tell me your journey to becoming an MVP. How did that come about for you? Uh, so when I when I joined the first company for Dynamics NAV, which was, I said, in 2018. So for almost one year, I was not doing anything because the target was just to learn. Almost in four to five months, I, I got assigned the first project uh, with a senior consultant. So I start going to the client side with him. I started learning. So almost for a year, my my target was just to learn this product, not to do anything. And I was not even aware that there are a lot of platforms. There is a Dynamics community and people ask queries and you can answer. I was not at all, all aware of this. But when I was learning this product, I used to sit in the office late just so I can learn. And I just used to visit places and uh, search for my queries. And from there, I found the Dynamics community. And I looked at, okay, many people are asking many questions. And few of the questions I saw that, okay, I can also answer these questions. Though I was not even, uh, have completed one year in this product. And I realized that, okay, people are asking because there are many uh, people who are end users who are from client size, not consultants. So they were asking a few questions, which even I having a knowledge of eight to nine months in this product was able to answer. So from there, I started uh, answering too many questions and people were verifying my answers. And, you know, whenever someone acknowledge your contribution, it gets you to do more. And that is what uh, drive me more into this. I, I started putting uh, more questions, more answers into it. and. Then I said that, okay, if I'm doing this, let's do one thing. Whenever I was learning something, I was recording it in a Word document for myself so that in future I can refer it quickly. For example, I'm doing a particular scenario. That scenario doesn't come often. So what I used to do, I used to just record a video of it and keep it for myself. And then a Word document or keep it to myself. I thought, like, okay, if I'm doing all these things and keeping it my local, let's do one thing. Let's just put it somewhere where other people can also see though while doing all those things i was not very confident because myself even i was not uh, completed one year in this industry in this product so but i said that okay if i'm learning something i'm keeping it for myself there must be few people who are not even one month old in this product so let's do it so i started doing this i created a blog i started putting everything there similarly the videos which i had in my local i just edited it put few things, put few thumbnails, I put it on YouTube and I got good response. And then 
when I moved further, I realized that, okay, this I can do more. And I started doing more. And uh, being an MVP was never the target because I was not even aware of such a program. But later on, I realized that, that there's something. And a senior person who is in industry from last, say, 20 years, he's an FNO. Uh, he just invited me for a session on Business Central. And he said that, okay, you're doing a lot. Why don't you apply for this? And I said, I have never thought about it. And then one day I said, I was just sitting, writing a few blogs. I said, okay, let's try it. I just applied for it. So that was in a nutshell. I was not even planning that, okay, I'll want to be an MVP one day. But yes, uh, it, it feels good to be a part of, you know, this distinguished community. So, And it drives me more to do more. Even in future, if I'm writing 10 blogs, uh, it will... People will ask me to write more. I get comments on my YouTube that, okay, do more such videos of five minutes, 10 minutes, having highlighting the features and all. So I believe, yes. Now, if you are trying to present a content for someone, you will be more cautious. You will be more detailed into it. You will not leave anything apart. So I believe that as a consultant also has helped me in learning a particular topic in detail. So now it feels good. Even as a functional consultant, being an MVP gives you some responsibility. But on the other hand, uh, it gives you many other things. It gives you growth. It gives you the drive to achieve few things. So, yes. Gushan, that's a fantastic story. Thank you so much for coming on the show. As I said, the pleasure is mine. And it's a real great honor to be with you. I have seen you on LinkedIn. And, and just to mention, when I started, I saw your podcast. It was almost in 2018. And I, some someday I explored your podcast. I I just listened to a few podcasts and realized that, okay, this guy is really good. And he's quite professional. He's doing many amazing things. And you were MVP at that time as well. Again, you're multiple, multi-side multi uh, MVP. So yes, uh, somewhere I believe your podcast for the first thing that I explored on LinkedIn. So thanks for that as well, for, for keeping this podcast always. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, business application MVP, Mark Smith, otherwise known as the NZ365 guy. If you like the show and want to be a supporter, check out buymeacoffee.com forward slash NZ365 guy. Thanks again and see you next time.